Trevor, just say, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. What a great show, huh? This is fun. See you later. This week, we're joined by Trevor, Tim, and Matt of Old Irving Brewing to talk about Krampus 2023. This is episode 126 of The Malting What's Hour. What's the hats on the hops? Guy, yeast, and speech. This is The Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink. Join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted. Where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here. People, people, take your places. People, people. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And we have a studio filled with guests today as we are celebrating Old Urban Brewing's release of Krampus, which as the time this is coming out, if you don't have any, I hope there's still some left in the tap room. Maybe there is, but you should go get some if it's there. If not, sucks to be, I'm sure still there's still some on tap. But to my left, joined with... Trevor Rose Hamblin. That was that was real nice. And to Brandon's right, Tim Broyles. Ah, and in between you two, Matthew Moldenhauer. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for joining us for another year and and sharing some Krampus with us to and talking about it with us. We're we're super excited. Thank you for having us. Thank you for sharing your bourbon. Uh, it's Brandon's. I'm not sharing shit with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Other than a good time, <laughs> at least in my eyes. So, guys. It's Krampus time. Uh, how how how's everything going? I mean, like, how, how was it? Fucking exhausted, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I mean, at, this, so. at the time of this recording, this is as you had said earlier. Uh, Krampus Eve. Krampus Eve. The beer Krampus is actually Eve. being released tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Everything has led up to this point, and uh, there have been trials and tribulations. Uh, someone died. I mean, it's been a oh, lot. Yeah, wow, yeah. it's that's been a lot. Yeah, no one died. Crazy, uh, crazy yeah, year for Krampus. Crazy year for Krampus. But no, we're. <laughs> I think I think we're really excited about this year for Krampus, man. Uh, we've got a lot of new stuff on the horizon. Uh, we shook things up a little this year. We wanted to take ourselves out of our comfort zone and do something a little unique uh, for our guests and just show them, you know, some some different things, flex our muscles in a different way. Yeah. Well, we're we're really excited. Brandon and I got the chance to try. One of the variants, which is yeah. uh, Krampus in the Rye at Fobab. Uh, was that two weeks ago? Yeah. No, it was last weekend. Yeah. Wait, was it? I mean, not, yeah. Oh I mean, not God. Like, two days ago. A week and a day. A week and a day. All this time of year blends together, boys. It's all good. <laughs> it really is all blending together. I've had a long weekend, and I can't believe we're doing this tonight. But I'm super excited, and I wouldn't have passed this up for the world, because Brandon and I have talked many times about Krampus, and obviously, Matthew, you've Pretty much become an honorary co-host. Way to go. Well, thank you. <laughs> Trevor's like, free promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, no, 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 I just love Matthew. He's we do, too, guy. because he's even been on here when... I mean, I think we've had maybe Old Irving beers every time he's been on, but it always it hasn't always been the focus. There's been some times we just had it in the background. Yeah, yeah I just so, somehow always happen to have Old Irving beers on me. It's, it's weird. weird. It's weird. It's so I don't know how weird how our sales guy carries... <laughs> Old Irving beer with him. Right, like just going anywhere. He's just yeah. excuse me. Let me go to the boot of my car and get this. <laughs> hey, it's not like our graphic designer just carries art on him. Did you just say boot of my car? Like, yeah. I, I do actually have a sketchbook. Matthew's just Matthew being proper. Look, I know you have this beautiful wooden bar and it feels like an English pub, but this is not, in fact, England. What did they put in the car? It was 120 seconds before we started talking over each other. We did it! Yay! I mean, that was, I, I think last time it was like instantly. As soon yeah. as like introductions happened, and I was just. 
We're going to do better this year. We're going to do mm-hmm. better this year. So why don't before we get into it, why don't we talk about the lineup this year of, of, of Krampus? Sure, man. You want me to walk you through them here? Please. Thank you so much. That would be my pleasure. So uh, first and foremost, of course, we have uh, the regular barrel-aged Krampus cookies. And to those that are not hip, uh, we are uh, number one. To, sucks to be you if you're sucks, not yeah, yeah, sure, man. Uh, basically, <laughs> basically, talking man. Over uh, people, uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of talking over people, it's my job. Uh, it's all right. Um, yeah. So we wanted to create. Uh, I wanted to create a beer that was of the holiday, but without being all like Santa E or Jesus E for that matter. So we went the opposite route. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, St. Nick is supposed to get the, the cookies and the milk and the adoration. But what does one give a hulking demon on, uh, on the night uh, when all the kitties are getting their, their presents? Uh, I think a 15% uh, you know, barrel-aged stout that tastes exactly like milk and cookies mm-hmm. is, is the one. So this is a milk stout. Uh, aged in different bourbon barrels every year. This one was a big emphasis on Willet as a brand. Ooh. So this is mostly uh, Willet bourbon. There is some 15-year 1792 barrels here. We have some uh, Basil Hayden, some of their toasted oak barrels as well. And, um, yeah, we really wanted to make sure we're emphasizing all the beautiful like vanilla and baking spice flavors of the barrel but then also upping our game in terms of the quality of product that we're using so every year is better than the last uh, because every year we're learning something new so please i have a great idea okay that was a good introduction thanks to the first beer which means we should probably Mm. get into that first beer right yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, let's go. Uh, where are the glasses? Are we just pouring them into our bourbon glasses? I can, I can, seems like if you nice finished your bourbon, I mean, I finished my bourbon. Mine's empty. Well, we're gonna get a little extra barrel character out of this, boys. Uh, sure, I'm good. I mean, I'm happy to give new glasses too. No, we're fine. We, you know, how many dishes we leave for you each time. Thank you for doing that for yeah, me. Yeah, well, there was too much bourbon. Well, I wanted to leave a little bit in line. there to add a little bonus. It's not what's not. Cool. So, as I'm pouring this uh, beer, oh, um, I want you to know that we used. Uh, really beautiful organic uh, Ghana cocoa nibs, and the most we've ever used, actually. Every time we do anything um, with cocoa nibs, I try to add a little bit more every time. So uh, this is a metric fuckton, which is a real measurement of... Is it really? ...of Ghana cocoa nibs. I also do make... Uh, <laughs> not pouring Get, it into your actual I'll spill I'll whiskey. I'll more bourbon. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep drinking bourbon while I'm trying to be eloquent. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then I actually do take uh, Madagascar vanilla beans, and uh, instead of like using any kind of vanilla extract or anything like that, my process is like basically cutting these vanilla beans into like smaller pieces and pureeing them with a mag- magical mixture of ingredients to make a puree, and then that puree goes into the beer itself. So we get a lot of surface area. So instead of just getting the vanilla bean pod, like the individual particulate from the vanilla bean you're also getting maybe some of those more like leathered and and worn and like almost like i hate to say i'm trying to find a good word for like raisinated elements of the outside of a vanilla bean introduced here so you'll also notice that like you get a lot of like dried fig and things like that from both the barrel and the vanilla so this is just our base right we're our base on all these beers Except for the rye is going to be with cocoa nibs and vanilla. Fuck, dude. <laughs> uh, I went in right away 
aroma wise, um, the vanilla is what stands out the yeah. most. For that me is here. bizarre yeah. because I feel like vin. I, I try really hard with the puree, and it takes me time, and I've really dialed in that method over years. And the minute I smelled it, you took the words out of my mouth. The vanilla that I smell like yeah. after I yeah. puree all this stuff <laughs> That's what you're is getting. exactly what I'm smelling, which is weird because out of the tank, this is how beer is weird and fun and exciting forever, is that out of the tank, it tasted like chocolate milk. Ooh. And now yeah. the vanilla is showing like up. One. And then take, <laughs> I know. Dude, it was so good. I was like, that just tastes like shrimp chocolate milk. And we were pumped. And then, you know, you carbonate it, you package it, you do all these other things, and the beer just changes. Like, it's amazing. Like, you, you think you're the one making the beer, but the beer is kind of making itself sometimes. It's really wild. Well, I was going to say, what's even more fun is that, like, you know, we packaged this beer last week, and obviously I tasted it last week. And tasting it now, a week later, it's different than it was last week. Though, I will say, the, the coconuts are showing up in, like, a really meaningful way. And that kind of, like, the, the lower kind of back end, though, is, I think, like, kind of chocolate milky. Yeah. I was but, gonna, once you said that, that yeah. like, the vanilla was up front. It's not yeah. like, it's, it's we, we had talked about this just recently when we were uh, doing the temperance uh, might meets right. And they kept it real simple this They're year so with their uh, variants. There was a chocolate. There was a vanilla. There was the... Basil Hayden toasted, and then the which one was the reserve? Russell Reserve. Russell Reserve. I always forget that one. I love nice. that simplicity, man. It was great. Like it was. I mean, Temperance awesome. always does good shit. Yeah. Absolutely, and I was super excited. And the vanilla one ended up being, if I'm not mistaken, both of our favorites. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Um, but we also discussed like how vanilla. Like I'm someone who really likes vanilla, so if there's something's gonna be a vanilla bomb, I actually don't hate it. But. Sure. It can be very off-putting, and I just want to stress that because I like this, and I don't want people to think because I said it last time, it's definitely not a vanilla bomb. No. But it is, like, that vanilla is right there, and then you mentioned the chocolate milk. It is, on like, the chocolate is there. So that vanilla and chocolate, almost like chocolatey milk type thing, like, all of that is... God damn it, guys. That's really good. I mean, like, we, really we, learned, is, we like, learned through a different beer we did, I think about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, that... Adding vanilla to the cocoa nib is really what actually pronounces the cocoa nib. Which makes sense because you do the same thing in baking. Right. Correct. So we did a beer, I actually legitimately don't recall which one it was, that we did not add vanilla to. Yeah. And we were, and Trevor and I both sat there going, what's missing? Why is this not hitting as hard as it usually does? And we went, oh, we didn't do vanilla this time. Oh, wow. They're like uh, natural friends. And, uh, yeah, um... Yeah, it, it is very interesting, uh, even as, as this beer is opening up. And this is my first time, like, really, like, by the way, thank you for having us. Yeah. Being able to actually Always sit welcome. down and assess our beers in a quiet place. <laughs> not at work with a whole bunch of shit going yeah. yeah. It, like, it's, it's quiet now also. Well, yeah. and not in rapid, like, oh, sure. my gosh, we have sure. to. I'll be right back. Look at Benjamin. I have a time or two. I understand anarchy. And we talked um, to him. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I'm the manager of the restaurant. But, like... Um, it's really nice to sit down with these beers. Um, the, the chocolate's coming forward even more now. Um, it's cool to know that the work of the vanilla actually paid off because I, for the longest time, wasn't sure if it was or if I was just doing it as almost like a performative action, like I've always done it. Yeah. Because as, as brewers, you have to think like, okay, I do this every year and I might not want to change something because it works, but do we need that thing? Is it actually doing something? And the vanilla is clearly doing shit so yay yeah. 
all that pureeing, me burning up. I'm not even kidding. There were years where I took our blender into, into the, the walk-in because it was overheating from pureeing oh, vanilla beans, dude. It was it was gnarly, and I finally found out like the right ratio of like liquid to vanilla bean to make sure it doesn't do that. What used to be like in I don't know two hour thing is now maybe a forty five minute thing. Oh yeah. wow, that's yeah. Good. It's a very different experience. And I, I still have friends in this industry, uh, really well-known ones, who are still splitting vanilla beans, taking all the seeds out, making sure they place them into the thing, like really making love to this product. But I'm like, nope, chop them up, puree them, blitz them, throw them in. But while we're talking about... I, I, yeah? Before... I, I'm sorry. No, actually, get that thought. Like, hold on your thought your thoughts. I have the same yeah. thing that you were going to say. But, yeah. but the, uh, the thing I'm also realizing is the relationship between alcohol and infusion. Because obviously, whenever you're infusing anything in this world, you... Like, let's say you want to make, like, a, um, a vodka extract or a vanilla extract. You'll put it into some neutral grain spirit. You'll extract the hell out of it because the alcohol is going to pull out all those flavors. So the higher ABV that we seem to go, because obviously this is the highest ABV we've done yet. Last year was 14%. This year is 15%. This Whoa. is actually from a lab, uh, the Revolution Lab, by the way. Uh, side yeah. side posts. Love those guys. Yeah, they Chris really been. do help us out. Yeah, Chris and Susa, she's amazing. Um, lab verified 15%. Uh, I feel like that higher ABV is pulling out the vanilla, the cocoa, all these other elements. So. 100%. But what were you thinking? I want to hear the. No, I side, think we were probably both on the same thing. We're thinking about because when we put vanilla into beers before, mm-hmm. we're the guys that are cutting it and mm-hmm. scraping it, and then doing like a tincture in bourbon or vodka or whatever. I have like a bunch of Tahitian vanilla beans in white whiskey. Sure, that's uh, a great way to And it's it's sitting there. I think now I'm on a year and a half to two years, and I haven't opened it. <clears throat> I haven't opened it at all. It's just yeah. sitting there because I don't know what to do. with well, it. Well, my vanilla extract that I use is just an ongoing with Buffalo Trace. Um, and I just keep like adding more bourbon, and then every once in a while I'll put in new vanilla and just. It's keep... almost like Solera. Oh yeah, just, like, keeping just... that, that that extract going. That's a really smart way to do it, by the way, because you're just taking what you've already worked on and expanding upon it. And it's a it's a small bottle, but like I literally I put a shot of bourbon in there like every couple of months if I'm using a lot of vanilla. It's oh, not yeah. a lot. And then... I wonder. I definitely want to, and we don't have to do it on mic, but no. when it comes to when he and I for the last like three years have talked about brewing the beer that we wanted that we brewed one time with the cinnamon rolls from yeah. Fanny's, it was delicious. I do want to know your process for the pureeing of vanilla. He's not, he's not I, I, I can also give you <laughs> one quick insight on vanilla. No. Grade A vanilla beans? Yes. Don't matter. Don't don't right. matter. Okay, that's not, so that's why they're I pretty. That, they're pretty. Right. That's what you want to use if you're in a restaurant and you're doing a beautiful dish that you want mm-hmm. this gorgeous vanilla bean on. Great. Didn't we talk about last time you guys have like a vanilla bean hustler that you get online? Or we have. Like, I've, I've been through a lot of different <laughs> vanilla bean. Oh, yeah. But we've been did. pretty stuck on vanilla bean king for that's a while. That was the one. Yeah. 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 No, These guys are great. Uh, found, them on Reddit. Have, found them on Reddit. That's yeah. right. And the, Yeah, Tim actually found them because yeah. Tim's like really on Reddit a, a nerd. lot. And a nerd. Um, but no, the uh, I don't have a personal relationship with those guys or anything. Nope. They know that we spend money. I, it's one of the few purveyors where I don't depend on a personal relationship for. I just know that they have consistent product. It comes in a timely manner. It's always packaged exactly the same way. And 
Madagascar vanilla beans has the highest amount of vanilla content than best, the other vanilla bean. Best one to go with. And yeah. if there's yep. a brewer listening, listen to me. Stop using fucking weird-ass other vanilla beans yep. when you're trying to get vanilla flavor. Your guests are going to want vanilla. Stop it. Just, just stop being weird. <laughs> Don't use the flowery <laughs> bullshit. Just use fucking good vanilla. Stop yep. it. Just call the Vanilla Bean Kings. Honestly. We don't uh, get paid by them. We have no, no, you don't have to call them. They have a website because it's uh, 2023, Tim. Yeah, true. We got a, we got a Trevor rant. We got a Trevor rant. Damn it. I can't rant. Is there any more left in that can by any chance? There is. Oh, yeah. uh, I will say, um, as this opens up, the vanilla was very prominent at first. Now the chocolate is coming from Yeah, exactly. That's what we just Dude, said. That's what I'm I'm literally, it's literally like a fresh-baked chocolate chip cookie. That I'm kind of getting. Get the cookie, get the cookie yep. part. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting like, like I'm getting like pure milk chocolate at this point. Yeah, yeah like this is exactly what I want. Like it's so so good. Okay, good because this is what we taste out of this wickle. Yep. And then it's interesting what can happen because maybe because we add the and sorry that we're gonna go off on a little side tangent here. Um, this is why I think here. the way that we add vanilla or any of our extracts, or not extracts but ingredients, is that. We add them later, almost like a dry hop, so you're going to get an amount of aroma. <coughs> I think because we're using the vanilla skins and everything else like that, that maybe almost acts like an aroma, so it opens up there, Yep. and then that blows out, like there's some kind of gas that blows out, and then underneath that is like this rich chocolate medley happening, but I it's exciting. I, I, it's an I, exciting I, thing to have happen. You know, not to toot our own horn, I personally love it. Like, I think this is... Oh, we'll be tooting. I think it's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really going to... Gonna go in there and pay you on the back, but Trevor beat me to the punch of farting. Um, I, I I think you should, you know, pat yourself on the back, toot your own horn on this one. And maybe I said it last year too. And again, I mean, like, yes, you guys came by here with these beers and stuff, and we love. We've already loved the beers even before we even knew you guys the way we know you guys now, very intimately. And very, we would still talk about these beers uh, the exact same way. This might be maybe one of my favorite iterations of Krampus cookies. And oh, hands down, yeah. Hands like, down. I really do like it. It comes and, and and Brandon said, like, the chocolate chip cookie, but not like pastry stout so much chocolate chip cookie, more no. like ingredients. And it's kind of coming together, yeah. it's funny giving how, you that, like, instead experience. of four, that would make a great candle, <laughs> yeah. It really would, right? Yeah. Fruit. Um, also, um, Jen, who works with us, Jen Denrider, she Just actually makes all of her own candles, and they're amazing, and she's actually putting on. The Krampus Carnival, wherein we're going to have a bunch of purveyors coming in. Uh, last year we did everything on the same day. This year we're doing two days. So tomorrow will be the first day you can pick up your Krampus, as well as getting all the variants on tap. When Jen and her company join us for the Krampus Carnival, we're going to have an actual Krampus there. So he'll be here there. The Krampus the Krampus? 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 Krampus himself? Krampus von Krampenstein. Wait to give Krampus my list of everything. Do you know how tempted I am? It no. might just be Should. Pete from Bloodletter, her husband, dressed up in a Krampus outfit. But we won't tell the kids okay. that. No. Uh, Don't tell the kids that. Sure. I want kids to know this. Uh, but please come. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Um, there's going to be a bunch of different vendors doing witchy Christmas things. So if you don't vibe... By the way, uh, Christmas originally was witchy. Uh, it was put on by pagans until the Christians stole it. But we're taking it back. And it's going to be a little bit creepier, a little bit weirder. The way okay. it should be. We do also have a kind of a little secret release that's going to yes, happen that do. night. A draft-only. A, a draft-only, taste-only 
of the so we made a high are you gonna wait are you about to to tell us right now yeah this is the actual like this is a reveal this is a reveal uh so we did a high abv krampus that we blended in with all this krampus yeah about 20 percent. holy shit so we did only a handful of barrels of those that we blended in with everything as a matter of barrel back only one barrel sense yeah literally one not brewer's barrel but a physical Barrel. A 51 gallon barrel. Yeah, that has a 20% Krampus that we were going that we are going to put into a small keg and serve just tastes of that as a fun. You haven't you haven't done that yet. Blend it in. Did you bring any tonight? We did. We didn't. Can we can we come wheeze the juice? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So long as you never say that again. However, I will I will say that uh, something I just had an idea of Tim <laughs> that would be really freaking cool. I think um, this the the beer itself is not supposed to be very palatable. I mean, that's, sure. not, the, that's not the point of it. It's a we wanted it to yeah. strip. Like basically, we took like the high ABV Krampus, thinking the al- like I said earlier, the alcohol extraction ratio, and trying to get more oak because obviously, as these things get more adjuncts and. And they get thicker. Sometimes the barrel can get lost a little bit. So we've we've started blending in an amount of this. So this is like a very barrel forward version. And so the tannic structure is pretty intense on the palate. Uh, what might be kind of cool is to sell it as an additional entity with a pipette. So people can add more barrel character to their other beers. Ooh, also have that's a really fun. Whoa. We have all those little plastic pipettes. <laughs> I think when you, you get a taste of it, you serve with a pipette and be like, if you want a little bit more barrel character in any of your Krampus flight, and it'll encourage people to get the whole flight to try it. That's an awesome idea. Super cool, a <laughs> that's actually a really good character. idea. Full disclaimer, if that doesn't happen, it's ha- do I'm, not be mad. It's happening already. I'm just right? going to ask for it anyway. Oh, yeah. Be furious. Yeah. I mean, be pissed and ask for trouble. I'll be honest. I know 100% of my great ideas come from your basement. Uh, I don't oh, know if you notice. I break come the over. a lot. <laughs> Brandon, there's been times where I've been here setting up shows and you were in here and Trevor's I'm like, Trevor, you got to go. Yeah. I just scuttle away. Like, <laughs> but I had an idea. Uh, one shot of bourbon and I'm gone. It's like Zoidberg. It's like my heaven hill went. Just two notes on things that were said there. Yes. The pickup for Krampus is starting November. November 14th, which is tomorrow, but won't be released on the podcast till next week. Correct. So, so it will pickup already, has already happened. It's yes. already happening. Fair. So come get everything that you're trying. And then can you reiterate the date of Krampus Carnival? December 3rd. Which is a Sunday. Yes. So correct. Now, I had a question. That is when that high ABV Krampus will be available. will be December 3rd. And that's what I was going to ask was that, but you, I think you've already answered that, is that Will all of these variants be on tap for the carnival? Yes, uh, we kept back enough where I'm fairly unless like people go like absolute ape shit on our early <laughs> stuff. We kept, we kept yeah we kept so much back that I think we're gonna be very covered. We so. we, we definitely kept back a considerable amount more this year than we did last year. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we ran into that problem last year where we ran out way quicker than we expected to. Yeah. Of yeah. what we had on draft. Kegs, yeah. So I think we tripled. Yeah, in some in yeah. some of the variants, we triple, nice. double, whatever. We, we can't have a considerable amount in more. Our, we can't fit all the kegs in our walk-in. Correct. We have a oh. we have a, a double stack. We have a double stacked <laughs> pallet of kegs <laughs> waiting for to get put into the walk-in. That's awesome. As opposed to the ones well, that are already now, there. Now I feel like because I I was like obviously timing of this and when we could all get together. We wanted to do more of a preview, but I, I don't even know if it would have been able to happen last week because you no, guys it would not have been able to. Anyway, so this we is the only time we finished the last canning today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That was that was. And for days. you know, 
Um, a lot of people don't know kind of what goes into. Uh, I'm gonna explain this beer first, but then we'll kind of go into you know what a lot of us producers have to do in order to get ready for this. And obviously, there's space constraints and everything else. But we'll start with what's in your glass right now. Uh, this is Krampus and the Rye. So obviously, last year was the first time we did a non-adjunct Krampus, and by that I mean we didn't add cocoa nibs or vanilla to it. This year, uh, so last year was all bourbon. This year we just decided to do rye. So this is all Willet Estate rye. Uh, it's a blend of seven year, uh, nine and five year, but there's also just like the regular uh, Willet rye as well. Um, and for anybody that knows, there is a difference between Willet Estate and just like regular Willet rye. Um, most of the liquid in here is estate rye and it has been aged for a considerable amount of time. Uh, the thought here was that a lot of those kind of like peppery notes you might get from rye is going to help to cut through the barrel, but also like lend itself really well to like the roasted malt. Um, and kind of a surprise and, and just to be like completely candid about the <laughs> brewing experience without being overly romantic. Um, we, our lift went down in the brewery. Oh, um, so <laughs> we, our battery went down like the week of Krampus. I know that doesn't sound and crazy to some people. I'm a warehouse manager. We stack our kegs, yeah, that means our, our barrels very high, yes. and with a need lift, a with an electronic lift. lift. And so this thing went down like, right when we're supposed to be doing all this. We've already set dates and things like that, and we could have gone back, but I knew, you know, just with dimensions and hoses, but we could make it happen. Not exactly the most safe way, uh, but we we it definitely made it happen. I, I put myself up there. Obviously, I'm not willing to do anything that. Yeah, I'm not going to get anyone to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Um, we did get a little bit of a relief by knowing friends who work in the the whiskey business that said, I've done worse than that. <laughs> and we are like, thank God. Yep. Uh, we'll call those people out, but yeah, they are well, well renowned. So we were eight, so for FOBAB this year, we were only able to get what we could get to. Because um, our rye was kind of mixed in with our bourbon, which is going to change the way we do bourbon barrels Correct. Probably, <laughs> in the future. Because it was kind of like rye scattered throughout. So instead of having all your rye in one spot, it was like rye, bourbon, rye, bourbon. They're all like, you know, tagged, but it was a little bit of chaos. So we were able to get essentially to three of these wooden barrels. And what came out the other end, we were actually surprised by because um, compared to the bourbon version, the same batch of liquid that was brewed, the rye seemed to be tasting sweeter than the bourbon and we can't quite explain it um it, it, it could have been the alcohol that was in there before was maybe higher proof there's like a lot of things that could have gone on but the end point was at at fobab the overall like uh, report i got back was that krampus and the rye was reading very sweet and i tried it obviously before it went out i thought it was sweet and then uh, my business partner went had 60 different ones. He's like, it's reading very sweet. Yeah, he said 60. I was like, Jesus Christ. He's dude. probably not wrong. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him briefly and then did not see him again. He's from Missouri. And so, uh, and then when we got it back, I was like, hell yeah. But now, you know, that we've developed our barrel age program for so long, like we're, we have more levers to pull. So I've got some other things that I can do in terms of blending that we weren't able to do before because we had limited inventory. So this year I was like, okay, I have something that's a little bit hotter. I've obviously got some things going on here to like really balance those flavors. I mean, that's why 
all of your famous Belgian brewers who are doing creeks and lambics and things like that. They're 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 blending certain percentages together, and we always start with a simple bench trial, five glasses, and we make sure to blend in a certain amount until it's like a tuning fork, really lovely. And we did that with this. So what you're having here in your glass right now is, uh, I think, not a far cry, but definitely different than what was served at Fobab. I agree 100%. And I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm happy to hear that that is exactly what you guys got from it as well. Because one of the things I said to Brandon, I go, it's kind of sweet. I remember being, I don't remember Krampus being this sweet. It wasn't like, didn't turn me off from it, but I was like, oh, it's just, you know, it's a little yeah. different. That's fine. Yep. Having this now, and also not as cold, which is much better to me. Um, the you, and you said it earlier. It's one of the distinct things I get from Ryan. I think a lot of people do is the pepperiness yeah. that helps. I think that comes out a little bit more now than it did at Fobab. And I, it's hit or miss for me with Ryan. And I think it's the same way with Clark. <clears throat> There's certain like I like rye whiskey, mm. but and it. it it's hit or miss for me when it comes to beers that are aged in rye barrels. And this, I think, you guys, whatever happened, how you guys were able to like blend it to dial it down, that sweetness, it's letting the rye and that, that kind of shine a little bit more without taking away from what you guys have already made for the base for Krampus. And I think that it's a nice follow-up to Krampus and the Buff. Because Krampus and the Buff, I think a lot of us, that was our favorite variant last year which is wild ours as well i mean it's i mean i mean all the other variants are great and it's kind of funny it's like well there it is it's here it's just this is just what it is like yeah. it's, there's not a lot going on here but like it was great like it was really nice because i think we got so used to how all how you know all the other ones were too and like you get not used to but you guys are changing it and it was nice to have like oh wow here's like you know here, here it is in the buff literally um so having this like in the rye that's really Really nice. I, I, so I like I w- the right. Yeah, and I will say this is a little... It, it's still sweet. No, it's no, it's not no. as sweet as it was no, when we had it in no. our draft. And, and that's the thing about, like, Fobab. <clears throat> I mean, like, we, we got lucky enough to go in as media and we go for the VIP. And, like, when you get there right at the top of this thing starting, all of these stouts are, like, ice cold coming out. And I'm like, okay. So it's either you walk around and you're, like, warming it up in your hand or whatever. But, like, so, like, the second or third no. one we had was... Krampus in the rye, and both yeah, of us were just like, mm, "Yeah, that's sweet. that's sweet." Yeah. yeah, and then he went back again a little later, and I had it, and it wasn't as cold anymore, and it was still sweet. But I think like this version too is even it's dialed down a little bit less, but you could still tell like versus what's you know, fun cookies, is the percentage that we blended in was yeah. tiny. Yeah, you know, it did not take much. Much. It was a couple yeah, percent because so. we know we know what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a play on the cookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and like we know that it's supposed to be a little bit sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to have more barrel experiments coming out later that have more of an emphasis on barrel, less of an emphasis on sweet. Like, this is just for this brand. It's Krampus cookies. Even in the non-adjuncted version, it's going to be a little bit sweet. But you're absolutely right. The The cut for me on the palate was just, like, sweet right down the middle of my palate, like, right to the back of your throat, fucking sweet. And it was just like, that sucks. Because that's not what we want. Yeah. And honestly, like, over the years, um, you do a beer enough times, you start, you know, back in the day, it was just kind of like the Wild West where we were just like, whatever happens, happens. It's kind of a snowflake. But now we get to, like, really sit down. And actually, Tim's one of my favorite people to come to because I'll go, what do you think? And he'll go, hmm, it's reading like this. I'm like, 
Thank God. It's like basically I just go to Tim <laughs> to get a backup of what I'm already thinking. And some of the other brewers, um, they, they have all amazing palettes in different ways. But Tim specifically has this way about him that's like no bullshit and also uh, an absolute truth where he goes, I'm going to give it to you exactly the way I perceive it. And you just have to understand that, honestly. Like, other people have other things going on in their minds. Uh, Tim, when he, when he's drinking that beer, he's like, hmm, no, dude, this is reading sweet. And what was it that we had where um, it was, I can't remember which variant was this year, but you said something. And I was like, cool. And it meant more work for Tim. Yep. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Like, it was like, because you know, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, Maybe no. It was, uh, breakfast with it the maple. Was, it was breakfast with the maple. Job right? security. Job right. security. Well, <laughs> well, I'm salary. I'm salary. Tim so the extra take work would have been great. Take that would have been great to not have. <laughs> I am, and, and, you know, Tim is, is putting up a ton of work making sure. I mean, he designed the Krampus on these labels. I mean, this is uh, just as much Tim's beer as, it, as anyone else's. But, like, for him to say, like, no, it needs this, knowing that on the other side of that means more hours in the brew house. Yep. Like, that's that's pretty dope. So. Yeah. Tim, quick, quick, kind of a big sheet. I mean, quick, it, help, Tim it helps that I'm single with no children. <laughs> true, true, true. So, therefore, the time spent in the brew house, while it's not fun being at work. I mean, I do enjoy my work. Don't get me wrong. I love my work. I would also like to not be there sometimes. Sure. But also, you. But I want, I want the product to be right. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it seemed like knowing who you guys all are, you know, you all definitely care about what you're doing and, and what you're putting out here. And uh, just like you said, you know, it's easy to be like, ah, oh, well, okay, that didn't work. And at one point, but now you have, like, it's e- not easier, but you have the opportunity and the tools to be able to be like, oh, good. We can adjust. We can do things. There's things that we can do to make this the way we absolutely want it to be and yeah, i like I mean, that you guys did the adjustment uh the way you did because right like i said right to me is, is very particular and it's you did a great job and i'm i'm really excited for people i mean so far the two but i think people who like in the buff last year will probably feel the same way about this so the one thing Agreed. that i really like about oh this matthew is, you're still here huh? yeah, dude, <laughs> i'm so glad you started to speak i forgot you were even here i thought clark was here <laughs> I put on I put my hours in and yes. no, also, okay. also just so you know we had our annual business plan meeting today and Matthew put together the whole business plan meeting for our distributors and collected data from like the last two years so he just had to be up in front of like the heads of our distributor and including two owners of OIB like showing him all the work that he's been doing and absolutely killed it so he might be a little bit quiet now but earlier today he was doing a ton of freaking work so right on. uh this is my math appreciation post wow <laughs> well thank you yeah well, how, to go back to the right appreciation without being cut off please <laughs> i was gonna say how much did you talk about the malting hour <laughs> <laughs> also there's this podcast i'm on every now and then thank you and have a nice day everybody we'll talk about it when we get the uh, patreon <laughs> Um, but this is the first time I had the rye since we had the original barrels from Fobab. And what I really like about the rye coming through is I know that we didn't adjunct it with any cocoa nibs, but the spice on the rye really gives me almost cocoa nibs without the sweetness where you get that like slight, slight little bitterness. And it gives that like essence of chocolatiness without actually being there. And I think that's almost the perceived sweetness while it's warm without going there but as you said being Krampus cookies and a thicker richer stout to me that just works so well because the barrel shines through with just a little bit of 
that essence of it. Almost like that baker's chocolate. Yeah. Only not as bad as when your mom let you take a bite of that. <laughs> there have been, there have been a few beers that have gotten that baker's chocolate flavor. That, that's a good that's a good you know represent or a description of that beer as well. That's something that I feel like. With that peppery cutting, the you know the sweetness of it, I think you're right. It gives that it lends it to like almost that baker chocolate. So there had definitely been some great stouts that really lean on that like dark cocoa baker chocolate, and I almost prefer that the most out of some like chocolate ones. Now, real quick, before we get into this, yeah, I thought at first this was breakfast. Crayons. Really, okay. I did because of the the smell of it, and then I swirled it around a bunch more, and then like this reminds me of. S'more cereal that we took and fucking so, French so pressed into Bourbon County before. Same. Which was one of the, I mean, because literally you can just take Golden Graham's chocolate chips and little marshmallows, you get the same idea. Yeah. But he bought, the, Brandon bought the actual Kellogg's S'more cereal and we did that and it was so much better because Golden Graham's one of my favorite things of French press, a nice, big, sweet oh, I, I still got that stack of it's Little so Debbie's good. oatmeal cream pies that we're going to French oh, press. Oh, still going to do that, yeah. <laughs> if you take Golden Graham's like, and impart that into... Like, so I've good. never done any of this. Oh, this the is, French press? Oh, God, it's so good. Damn, this is now mind-boggling Now we've right got now. your episode to come back on for. This is mind-boggling to the me. The French pressing of, of beers like that is so much fun. And uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, Golden Graham's is like all about that honey. Yeah. So the funny thing is, like, you know, the hardest thing in, in, in brewing to harness <laughs> is honey is yeah the, the flavor of honey and really you just let it sit in like a little bit of a french press with some barrel aged stout or like a big stout face oh. it's nice when you don't have to worry about cans exploding you <laughs> exactly sense. sorry we just let it sit for a little bit yeah look at so, that matthew broke his own rule by the way he was talking over he side i talked gonna, under no, the, the, the microphone was there i guarantee you it's on the episode it's <laughs> <gosh, laughs> you could probably easily turn around it was a great pun it's all, it's um, all about that baseball. I thought the same. I, okay, so I thought about something like that too, but I didn't say it. No, Trevor, Trevor, does it count? Does it Trevor, count? Trevor, 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 what are we drinking? Oh, it's all good, guys. Um, <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love the banter. Um, also, great to hear from you, Matthew. I'm glad you're a part of this podcast. Um, <laughs> really? And also, is. I just want to reiterate great job today. Um, so, uh, Fireside Krampus. Obviously, uh, this year, people are going to be kind of bummed because. Uh, we have uh, gotten rid of two of my favorites. Um, well, not gotten rid of, just not, not gotten rid of. But just not just, here this year. Just we're not here this year. We're trying to maybe you know make some new things. We're a very for our bases that we've created for our core styles. Uh, we're very happy with, but like with other things, we have some wiggle room, and I like to play a lot. You guys know me from a previous life, which was in. Uh, molecular gastronomy and, and doing like restaurants and stuff like that so being able to play and having like a little a little field in which to experiment is important and i i think that we've attracted a certain amount of clientele um and guests who are along for that ride and i think people are starting to trust us and that's really fun um, I don't know if I trust myself as maybe as much as other people do because when we're doing stuff like this, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? No, this is a bad idea. Um, but we've never done a s'more, like a real s'more stout without being, without, uh, uh, you know, getting into some kind of other fuckery. So, um, the idea here was very got a base. We know that we have vanilla and we have chocolate. So what if we up the chocolate, up the vanilla, added some marshmallow and then let the grain do the talking for a s'more it's fun because this is reading very marshmallow, which is yep. very exciting. Um, however, 
is it reading s'more? I don't know. Uh, this is reading definitely marshmallow. I think it reads more like marshmallow cereal, and I'm maybe more excited about it because of that, uh, because I know what I'm going to call it next time. Because uh, <laughs> as you know, we have Cinnamon Prost, which is already kind of a, a cereal kind of guided beer anyway. Um, but, which is also Brandon. But I would love to get your impressions, because obviously this is the one I was most nervous about this year, by far, without a doubt. Would you like to go first, Brandon? You yeah, when I, what, what I was going to say, when I first smelled it, like I was, I literally just took my first sip, but I was kind of swishing around, and I smelled it, and I was like, why am I getting amaretto? And then like, oh, shit. and then I like swirled some more and some more, and I'm like, Oh crap! Why am I only getting chocolate? And then I started swirling, swirling. I'm like, now it's like a blend of all of that, and like literally it. So you kind of said the the s'more cereal. I'm like, it it didn't smell like a s'mores. It smelled like the s'mores cereal that like we get every year because my wife's addicted to it too. So I was like, holy shit, there it is. It but but it was so interesting how complex the aroma was and how it kind of like winded through this like little trail and just by swirling it off of that you know you know three ounce pour that I have. Um, really well done. And then that sip was literally the s'more cereal. That's when we French pressed bourbon County in s'more cereal. I'm like, that's it right there. Pretty much spot on. Astute observation. I do feel like it changes. Yeah, I I agree. Like, and that's why, like I said, when I was swirling around the beginning, I'm like, is this, is this the breakfast? Cause the sweetness Mm -hmm. in there. And then I finally got the vanilla and everything. Um, so 100%. (laughs) I don't know if you, I, like, it seemed like a very dramatic reaction of what I had to it when I took this sip. Tim, I don't know if you saw my head go down completely yep. to the bar. I did. Um, we thought you were dead. I don't know if you will be, this is just me. This is just me. Go ahead. I don't know if there'll ever be another variant that'll impress me as much as this one. Like, the wow, fact that you were talking, that you were talking about, like, how much you're like, oh, fuck, what did I do when you do, like, certain things. Yeah, it's scary. Like, this is the most s'mores, the closest thing to a s'mores. And, like, yes, I agree. More s'mores cereal than actual s'mores, because... I feel like it's maybe hard to actually really get like s'mores flavor, but you get the idea. Like, I almost want the s'mores cereal more. The kid, yeah. it's, it's the like kid in me that like is like we were talking about like the, the s'mores cereal is really kind of like golden grains with chocolate and marshmallow, and like it really, really, really hit everything that I wanted and expected from this beer. Oh, sorry. Me and Tim were sorry. I was trying to get him to flip the order. I see what you're doing. I see what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. They're talking. I, about I did this uh, very specifically. Fair. fair. Uh, we, I was we, going to the order that we packaged them. Yeah. And, that's the, and you were brain. also saving what we think is the best for Correct. Us, and Correct. It makes complete sense. Can, can well, I, because we kind of went like this was our favorite, and then the next one was our. The, well, the no, this was our favorite. I know where you're going. I know where you're this going. Was this our was favorite. our favorite. Before we get to those, so the next one, which was our favorite, until the last one, which was our favorite. Yeah. Okay, I liked it. I, I appreciate that. Um, I mean it. Like, and, and again, yeah. you know, not blowing smoke. It, you know, if I'm like, great, good, good. Thank no, you so much. I, I, I really, really do appreciate really, that. Because really, really, really. This, <laughs> no joke, when we made, when we got this one, this was one that we were the most... Uh, I don't want to say afraid of. Apprehensive. I think, Apprehensive. I think that makes sense. That's a great word. How are you going to nail all those? A s'mores is, is yes, there's a s'mores flavor, but yep. s'mores comes from multiple things. Granted, like two of those. Doing a collab with Hammerheart and doing smoked malt in this next year. Yeah, smoke malt. Ooh, that is okay. It's not, it's not a bad idea, and it's not one I haven't thought of, Matthew. I like that idea. Except for those, those fuckers will want us to ferment it down to like one Play-Doh. They <laughs> <laughs> like dry beers. But that's because they're awesome, and I love them. Don't oh. worry, they do metal. You can get them drunk enough. We we could also just use smoke malt. Um, 
What's else? The, the, the coolest thing about this is you guys both talked about something that brought back a memory. And that's like kind of like the unidentified fun part of making these holiday beers is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean from Phase 3 nails it every time when he talks about nostalgia. Um, it's an important piece of the pie, as it were. There's some certain beers here we can take a little bit more seriously. Like when I'm trying to get barrel out and I've got Marty from freaking Revolution sitting there tasting my rye barrel age thing. And he's given me some guidance over the year. I feel like his, his Padawan uh, and he's the Jedi of barrels. You know, that's a little bit more serious. But when we get into, like, s'mores, I'm like, fuck it. I want you to, like, feel like a kid again. You know, yep. like, that's just more fun. Yeah. And I like that kind of a fun experiment in all this is that we've taken some pieces that maybe are more serious. We've got some nostalgia fun fuck it beers like uh, Fireside, which, by the way, was the highest selling out of any beer we had was Fireside was the uh, s'mores one, that makes which is interesting it because it's, it's it's the unknown though. Yeah, like we, we you know a couple of these we've had before, yeah. but this one has is a brand new one. I think that piques a lot of interest. And the it? lowest one is the next one, so we'll talk about that in a second after our break. Which is but um, the lowest this selling was the one <laughs> where we literally toasted and hand toasted and like made love. Not not physically, uh, to this beer <laughs> Speak for yourself. to make sure that <laughs> it is taken care of. So, you know, we'll get into that in a moment, but uh, I understand that everyone needs a break. We give our pellets a break. Whiskey break. Just say, you know what, Trevor, just say, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. What a great show, huh? This is fun. See you later. up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. We are here going through this year's 2023 lineup of Old Irving Brewing's Krampus Barrel Age Stout, and it's been very fun. We're joined here with Trevor, Tim, and, you know, pretty much everybody's favorite guest, Matthew. He's my favorite guest. I love you so much, Matthew. Matthew, we love you. Yeah. So I keep having you back here. If we didn't like you, we wouldn't tell you to keep coming back. Welcome to the Matthew Appreciation Hour. It really is. And... I really like this. (laughs) Sounds like a new beer, baby. (laughs) Now I'm going to tell you this. Off mic... (laughs) I raved about the s'mores. <laughs> like, I, I was swearing yeah, about we, it and we, everything. True. We did some I, raving on Mike, too. Oh, I know, but I did... I think I did the, the heavy... Uh, and then we were eating some of these cheese balls here, which are very good. I am really excited about... I'm really curious how it's going to change your palate. <laughs> I think I, uh, I... We also had some of the actual Willet straight rye whiskey. We did. We did. Which is very nice. Thank you. Which I may have just drank way too fast. It was also interesting, I think, for all of us to know that. (laughs) So good. It burned so good. It had a burn, but it also had some sweetness. So that might have been the answer to our earlier question. Why was Rye Krampus so sweet? I really do think 100% that had to do with it. Because there is, it it tasted definitely sweeter like a bourbon than it did a whiskey. I agree with that. And I I think I like that. Because I'm I'm more of a bourbon than whiskey guy. So I, I think I. Really like I think that. I think I have a so weird thing good. where I taste like sugars and things in a different in, in a weird way. So like when I have uh, Krampus in the rye, like that was sweet. When I have the Willet, to me that's sugary. Like I I get more like it, it like I'm not getting so much of a sweet essence, but I'm get like there's a sugarness to it that like I'm getting more of the flavors of the sugar than I am. Of like an actual sweetness, it it definitely is sweeter than most bourbons. But I, but I, I notice that a lot when like people are like, "Oh, this is a really sweet bourbon." I'm like, "Taste, tastes like sugar, but um, not sweet." I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it might uh, almost be like a barrel resin. Like it's almost like brown sugar, like molasses. Yeah. Versus yes, white yes, sugar. exactly. And for me, like I just because uh, I just you can't see this because you guys are listening to us. Um, I'll describe vocally. it vocally. I almost said uh, I just I, I just I just took uh, my last little sip of the Willet, and you're absolutely right. It, it is brown sugar, molasses, all these other things. Your chairs make it sound like I'm farting. It's okay. Uh, when we were at Temperance, I thought we were going to hear the chair that farting. I was in, and and we it did not sound like it. I mean, we could all be quiet. Be careful, those it. those chairs have known been known to. Sp- Spontaneously just collapse. Okay, no, no, I have broken one of these chairs. I didn't know. We were heavy. I'm much heavier than you. So All right. So uh, we appreciated obviously the s'more. So I'm really glad that you guys liked that. That was the riskiest one for us. Obviously, anytime that we're doing anything with barrel aged beer, we're always trying to like accentuate things that the American oak will automatically give us, whether it's vanilla or coconut. Or almond, or this leads to the next beer. Uh, so this is uh, Krampus Candy. Not the best name, I think, for this beer because... Can I tell you something real quick before yeah, I jump into it? When Please. I heard Krampus Candy before I read the description, yeah. I'm like, oh, there's going to be peppermint in it. Yep, that's what I thought. 
Motherfucker. I yeah. bet that's why it didn't sell as well. Have you guys done that yet? That's a good call. Have you guys no, done we have that not. one? We we're scared of peppermint. Don't be scared. I'm not going to lie. We're scared of peppermint. Get some There's in there. the future. Like, that, that is a mutual thing Trevor and I have talked I can about see in that. the past. Oh, it's, it's so scary. great, though. Like, it, I love peppermint mint and so difficult. I believe had, it. I believe it. We've had so many beers that have peppermint in them that are terrible. Yeah. We have had good ones, too. Don't get me wrong. I've had one. We've had ones that are great. What is a good one you had? The Two Brothers Peppermint Bark. Okay. Right. That had like the right amount yeah. of. It's not like I think I remember that one. And it's yeah. almost like <laughs> very. It's almost subdued. Where it's like you take a sip and you're like, I think there's peppermint there. I think. Okay. Yeah. There. You almost had to imagine. And then you take another sip and it warmed up. You're like, okay, there is. There's like a mint. Sure. There. Where All it's right. not like. I would be afraid too, especially like that, the amount that you're like. Here, here's my deal about peppermint or anything like mint related is that it is green. Um, and so we're talking about chlorophyll. We're talking about grassiness. Chlorophyll, more like borophyll. Uh, more borophyll. There's so many things I wanted to throw like, in while you were talking, know, Trevor. Okay. That's the one I just had to get. I'm you so sorry. Are okay? I would make the same okay. uh, mistake. I'm gonna sh- I might add. Okay. Oh. <laughs> just get rude for the uh, episode. But like mint, peppermint, anything like that is it would be uh, like it's it's obviously an herb. It's it's green. It grows out of your garden. It's going to have grassiness to it. It's going to have a lot of other things. And when I'm thinking about chocolate, rich, bourbon, everything else, the last thing I'm thinking about is mint. Like, I think there are certain barrels, though, to your point, that do express mint. Yeah. Like, when we start talking about, like, maybe French oak and things like that, there might be some of that element. So, I think in a subdued and really cool way, you could really do it. I think it's just going to take a certain kind of creative fellow to take prep that mint in a way that is not going to be offensive to the barrel character or anything like that. Did you just kick that cat? Nope. And uh, make sure that it's <laughs> well integrated into into a barrel-aged stout. And we have talked about the peppermint sure. in, in the past. It makes it, sense, it, it, right? i got to be honest. I feel like there's yeah. going to come a time where you guys are are, okay. are going to do it. Right? Wait, what, what if we do happen, this? But, uh, because I've had enough drinks at this point. Oh boy. What if signing up for this right one now. of the years we do... A malting hour Krampus, and we just do like a small keg of a super experimental, what we think is like the most Christmassy thing, and then we bust into it on your little kegerator, and we go, what did we do? And why is it terrible? Oh, God. Why did we do I was going to say, why did we do this? Damn it, I got so excited. No, but no, terrible. seriously. Like, no, I that's actually a that. really good I idea. Like one year, like you guys have had us on this podcast every year. No one else offers to do a Krampus podcast. Why? You guys, why is no one else? Because uh, they're on. wrong. Yeah, they are wrong. I'm, I'm being honest. They're, they are wrong. No, it's it's a really nice thing. You guys are locals. It was a five-minute drive here from the brewery. You guys make the most sense. You guys have this awesome relationship with Matthew. Um, and us. I think, and us, obviously. But <laughs> I mean, more. I loved him. Yeah, I thank you. Love this guy spends a lot more time in this basement than we do. And That's only because Tim's not always available. True. That's right. So I think I think we should do one. You guys want to do a mint Krampus in 2024? I'm a homebody. Yeah, if, I'm a homebody. Let's be what honest. What would your What would your perfect Christmas Krampus beer be? And it doesn't have to be answered now on this yeah. podcast. But mine is mint. Mine is mint. But uh, Brandon, you can think about it. Yeah, like what is? Right but and also, I think we all like want that nostalgia. Like, what yeah. is the nostalgic piece that reminds you of Christmas? It, it's funny that you said that though, because I was thinking back. Like, there's you know, you have Krampus cookies that kind of nails like like a chocolate chip cookie essence. And then I was like thinking back. I this would not work in a in a stout. And I'm, I'm not suggest. Literally, I the first thing my mom, my mom, After God rest her soul, like. 
and I, I don't know if I told the story but like before or on the last episode, but my mom used to do the the year before she died, she made twenty six different varieties of cookies and made about forty different plates to give to people. That's all she did was just make That's plates awesome. to give to people. What a lady! When she and she called me, she was like, "I can't do it this year." Like it was like November, like the day after Thanksgiving. I can't do it this year. Maybe I'll do. I think my limit's like. Five. 26 she did. That was like more than she's ever done in her life. But so kolachkis are like high on my list of things that like I remember. But then there's like so many other like, like there's like, like, you know, the chocolate kisses and like she would do like these caramel cookies. You mean like, like the chocolate peanut butter? Yeah. Ones, like or? the peanut butter kiss. Like, oh, those are so yeah. good. Like my mom would make those. She would do these like, um, almost like a turtle cookie. Ooh. Um, Wait, we're, ta- we're talking salt, chocolate. Oh. Peanuts, salt chocolate peanuts. Yeah. I mean, just heard. salt chocolate yeah. Oh, yeah. caramel also. Is, caramel, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be some nostalgia. Also, yeah, and into that, into that. And all those flavors are amazing. Yeah, my wife is from the south side of Chicago, and uh, her grandmother made klotchkis all the time. I love the klotchki idea. I think that'd be so cool to like do different flavors. Yeah, because we don't fuck with fruit in any of our stouts. I'm kind of scared of it. That would be. I, would my, I, I have disagreed with this. For years, I yeah. That's me though. That's why I'm afraid want, of it. Is want, there's a lot of views. Yes, yeah, there's I want, a lot of views. I want blackberry in here. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I think it would, I think it would all stuff really nicely. But I think to your point, I think doing something kind of pie-y, because you've already got the basics, right? Like when we think about what a klotchki is, right? You're talking about a dough. You're talking about sugar. You're talking about fruit. Uh, to emphasize all of that, when I think of pie dough or pie in general, I'm thinking about cinnamon, I'm thinking about brown sugar, I'm thinking about other elements, and then like introducing some fruit to all that could be really fucking rad. Uh, 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 Krampus Klotchki? Actually, it sounds, sounds good. Obviously, yeah, it sounds That's good. the most Chicago Krampus <laughs> And I'll be honest, like, ever. Is, when I think Chicago of Krampus, Krampus Klotchki, oh my god, go. that's like... K K oh no okay. no 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 But then I think like you talk about like like you do a later release do like a Krampus Punchki Oh Krampus 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 Punchki Punchki Dude that's well that's, that troubles me, but yeah, I understand. We'll talk about this again. In there. We'll talk, we'll talk, but the Kolachki, yeah. I feel like, or raspberry might help you that, especially in Chicago. Raspberry and apricot were the two that two flavors that my mom like always did. See, so I, those are the best ones. That that apricot, my favorite. I think a raspberry. So much so that I had apricot be in my wedding cake because that was like a tribute to my mom. Because those are the best Kolachkis. That's so fucking good. The best Kolachkis. They're the ones rarely taken, and they're the ones that I consume the most. My mom. My mom literally would go take my dad for hours to go to stores just to make sure she found seedless raspberries and feed seedless apricots yes. to make sure that she had the perfect filling for her kolachkis so she can go home and make 500 of them. <laughs> now, I'll be honest. The one thing, and he's, he's, he's whispering something to Matthew right now. We're going to talk over it real quick. The one thing and that he agrees. Tim said was blackberry. Yeah. yeah. To that's, me, that's the one I want. Blackberry... I'll be honest, especially with Krampus. I don't know why, but blackberry yep. sounds good. And I agree. When you guys started talking about klotchki. I don't know if I've ever had like a blackberry klotchki, but if you could get like I wouldn't that, turn one down. About a klotchki, like you said, it's just a little pie. But talking about right. it's no, you're exactly. I never thought about that until you just said it, Trevor. Like it literally is just like a nice, thinly folded dough. It's like a hostess pie, right? Mm-hmm. It's so good. And blackberry, I think, might be one of the fruits that I think would work well with Krampus. So right? I, I have been discussing this with Trevor for. Many years. 
about putting Blackberry into Christmas. I, look, look, I'm not uh, ashamed of saying that I'm a coward and that fruit scares me. The people who have done fruit have done it amazingly well. Haymarket is my perfect example yeah. of people using fruit plus Pete. barrel. Pete <laughs> Crowley with his fruit plus barrel. That man knows how to make those things sing. Um, and I do know him, so I, yeah, I will. Say, it's almost like we're not friends with him. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should just be like, "Hey, dude, Pete, what are you if doing?" You're, if you're listening, are you? uh, call me. <laughs> shut up! I'm gonna be by so. some. So anyway, uh, let's, 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 let's 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 get to back the topic at hand. Yeah, uh, I do love that idea sesh. I appreciate everyone's input. I'm not going to use any of it. Great. So, so what uh, shows up next year? So let's go into what we're drinking right now. Right? My original idea was just to have you guys make a perfect winter. Krampus for the show, and I think that's still a really great and viable idea. Let's make at least one like individual keg. Yeah, it could be a homebrew recipe. I think we just peel off some of it, like we'll peel, peel sure. off the sixel, and we'll infuse it with some flavors. I think that'd be really that would be a wonderful to, idea. To do, and then we can like do this in the episode, yeah. and then maybe you know, maybe some people really love it, and, and you we'll all love it, and then it, it becomes turns a out thing to be a thing. Too. Who knows, man? The future is always true. As long as they're cheese balls and we do a malting hour Krampus, and then who knows? It becomes a thing. Oh my god! Are we doing a cheese ball Krampus? (laughs) (laughs) Tim, Tim, don't don't tease us with the malting hour Krampus. That would like solidify everything for us. Every adult male who has ADHD, shut up right now. All right, so our next one is barrel aged uh, Krampus candy, which we all agree is the wrong name for it. That's okay. Yeah. But we took uh, about 200 pounds of coconut. We toasted it. It took me like four or five hours, I think. Yeah. Uh, going in and out of our five-tier oven. It was a lot of work. We take shredded coconut. Fucking paid off. And on top of that, um, my favorite thing is what Cole said. He said, if I could do anything right now, I would manifest all this coconut into a human and beat it up. <laughs> <laughs> Because this, we don't it have was so in, much work. It was we so still, much we work. We still don't have an infusion tank, so we have two bright tanks, and so one of our bright tanks doesn't carb as well as the other one. So what we do is we use one tank to infuse. So he had to hand bag all this coconut on top of a week of already hand bagging all the vanilla, which gave him a skin reaction, by the way. Yep. Uh, hand bagging all of the cocoa nibs. Um, handbagging everything, and then the coconut Every comes, and it's just agile. Lexon after Lexon after Lexon. I've, I had a whole table filled of all this coconut, and I was like, and that's only half of the amount I bought. So Jesus. I planned on putting even more coconut into this. And then I bought 125 pounds of raw almonds that I ran and like chopped down, strained, roasted, which is funny because when you taste the beer, it's kind of subtle. And I'm <laughs> really upset about it. Okay. Real quick. So, real quick. Before we, we talk about anything else, but like, yes, tasting-wise, absolutely. But. It's a far cry different than the rest it, of them. Fuck, no, no. It, aroma-wise, it smells like, you you know, when you, when you, so Halloween just passed, you know, and you have a mountain. Like, that's the one time what? you have, like, almond. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I you miss you it. missed it. Almond Joy Mounds. Almond Joy and Mounds. I'm literally getting like, Almond Joy vibes, yeah. is what I was going to no, say. No, it smells like, it, it 100%, percent, 100% smells like one of those little miniature Almond Joys. That's exactly what we're going for. Well, we're going, yeah, Almond Joy, the, the almond with the coconut, with the chocolate. And I think it's there. I, I think, think the taste of the almond is 
there. And just for yeah. those that don't know, and I feel like with I don't know if there's almond joy has nuts, mounds don't. I know. True. Originally, now originally because like, sometimes you feel like Jesus a nut. Sometimes you don't. We're not sponsored by fucking <laughs> almond joy or mounds. We should be. We yeah. should be. Or Ritz in these fucking delicious. It was in my balls. fucking head. I had Five to let months. it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to I will say We've that this is by is far the, the favorite of staff. This is so this is far the favorite, favorite staff one. It, it does so almond. Mind you, all of our all of us have very short attention spans, though. True. So almond is also tough true. to impart into a beer. Well, yeah, and that that is one of the things. So, like, we tried this obviously last week prior to the almond. We did the coconut first, and then we did the almond over the weekend, and the coconut. Before the almond, everyone loved, and we did the almond over the weekend. So today we got to hit it with Crack everything, and these the reaction was still immediately favorite. Yeah, I think that from multiple staff members, multiple people. If I could, including if, myself, if I couldn't taste the almond, I would have said it tastes like a mouse because there are coconut. Like there are there have some been some some stouts that I've had that have been like oh yeah it's like a or it's like an, nope. an almond joy where there's like there's almond and there's coconut and it's chocolate it's like nope that tastes like a mounds yeah that tastes like a mounds the aroma hits with the almond and I will say this also everybody do yourself a favor while drinking these beers these are very close I mean these are at this point they are room temperature it's not super warm down here it's got to be what in the fifties. Yeah, I'd say 50s, 60s. Yeah. Somewhere between there. You could be a little... It could be a little... What, what are you saying? I, I think it's warmer than 50s or 60s. You think it's like in the 70s? It's probably right about 68. Uh, that's 60, where I'm at. It's usually between 68 and 70 down here. That's Alexa, what what's the temperature down here right now? She doesn't know. God damn it, Alexa. What does it You might be right, but... Alexa's not that smart. I don't know. It's pretty... Oh, my God. I just smelled that, and I know what that smells like. I know what it is, but it smells like what I... Think is my, I didn't know if it was in here. It's actually seventy two. Oh, oh wow! I okay, it so maybe it's maybe it's a little warmer than it should be, but I like this heat. I will say that like I can turn on the as these beers warm up, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a lot more from them. Oh, a hundred percent. Do not drink these beers cold. Please. Don't drink them ice cold. Drink yeah, honestly, chilled. like I, I I would Ooh. not have said that until Hello, tonight. Coffee, but yes, <laughs> these are way better. At I them. I will be honest. When you had said, "Hey, they've you know they haven't really been chilled," I was like, yeah. "All right, well here we go." It, I guess it's gonna be Trevor's warm stout also, night. Let's be honest. Been the beer is not seventy-two degrees. The beer. Still like 50 degrees. Thank you, Matthew. True. Thank you. So there's a difference there in is. cellar temperature and room temperature. And True. part of the reason why I also I like the almond wall, it doesn't necessarily scream nuts while you smell it. It's that's the right. tannins. <laughs> Come on, that's too funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Matthew. Sorry, please continue. Please continue. Made him laugh. Very sorry, no, laugh. It was very rude of me to do that. I apologize. It's the tannins of the almonds that sorry. I really like. <laughs> trying this beer previously with the coconut. While I love the coconut, it did overwhelm the beer where all you got was coconut. And so I really like of the balance of the almonds is I think it gives it this really nice structure where the coconut is right up front, hits you, and then it has this nice little sharp, quick end to it where you get this just slight bitterness at the end, which I believe is the almond. I agree 100%. And I actually, love the balance of it. I actually agree 100%. There's some chocolate and sweetness there at the end, too. Yep. Like there, It's R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. This is for you. By the way, Ray Stout taught us 
this trick. Cheese Krampus in Paradise. Swirling it around with your hand on top. I love the CO2 buildup and then, and then going in there and then explode. Yeah. That That's was what I was doing with the, They call it a beer so much credit for me for this. This is so <laughs> amazing. <laughs> you, you, so you great. shake it up and you let it explode well, in your face. Because normally I just really I swirl it around and just went, uh, and Ray was like, no, put your hand on top. We're doing the over talking. To avoid <laughs> over talking. To avoid uh, future things. Speaking over I'm gonna break it back real quick to the to the to the, to, to, to really focus on this one. So we liked uh, overall impressions over the last one. 2023 Krampus candy. Um, let's start with our hosts. Did you guys enjoy it? What are your overall impressions of it? With the last one we just had. Yeah, Krampus candy. Um, that is probably my second favorite. Okay. You have two. The s'mores. S'mores is yeah. still s'mores is still yeah. there for me. Yeah. I but I that's the probably like I said that's probably one of the first. Sure. Uh, quote unquote almond joy stouts. Tim just flipped me off even though I know he's just pushing his glasses. I up. really didn't. But like I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was giving me a subtle. Subtle. Message. Totally like, oh, was not I doing said, that. That's <laughs> uh, no. You guys hit. Uh, I knew where. Um, that hit almond joy cool. to me more than any other. Almond Joy type beer. Yeah, and I think I'm in the same camp. Like I just because I'm a huge fan of s'mores and the the nostalgia of like s'more cereal versus like I didn't I liked almond joys. I mean, I'm a fat kid, so I definitely had almond joys in my life, but they were not my favorite. I would eat some s'mores, the hell out of some s'more cereal. So it's it's that one's my first. Almond Joy is my second. And this one though is uh, well, I'll say this. It's, It's also it's pretty tough then to go. I know because we're, we're 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 getting very close here to the end because this is the last one. But it's very cl- like it's very hard for me to choose like between Krampus and the Rye and Krampus cookies where I would go because we've done this before. Like certain episodes, yeah. we're like, well, hey, where would you rank these specifically here? It's not because like, oh, if I chose this at the end, it's like that one sucks in comparison. It's just oh no, no it's for just me, you're ranking for my yeah, that's okay. That's, I mean, that that's was, probably the hardest thing right now. Yeah. Because I know where this one's going to fall. Yeah. So for, for, no, it's okay. For this experiment, I was just wondering, like, where you guys are at so far. It's interesting because, obviously, like, we go through the work, and so we obviously have our own, like, vision of, okay, we know how much coconut went into it. We know how much almond, how much sure. work, how much opening bags, how much all this other stuff we did. And then the funny thing is, is that S'mores was the one where we actually did use and utilize extract. In an elegant way, by the way. It wasn't like you just like went, okay, let's just buy this one extract that we think tastes good. Dump it, it's fine. No, this was was something that came from me uh, tapping into a lot of my friends who do this. Um, Brandon uh, over at... uh, Not you. Workforce. (laughs) Over at work... What? Workforce? Yes. Uh, he uh, he obviously has a small one. He's a these are the two things I used together. So I ordered samples and then I like did what I thought would be right. And by the way, Brandon was right. Brandon Wright uh, from from Workforce, and so it took a lot of like trial and error and a lot of bench trials to get to that point. So it's not like we didn't a lot of the ahead work did not exactly equate to physical work. But then you get into the most recent one, and this is a relationship that we've had for a long time. Where over the years we've started to be very surprised by coffee, and I think coffee and beer as a relationship is something so interesting. You see it in so many other beers, like whether we're talking about um, Maplewood and the Cuppa series, because um, we actually do work with the same roaster. We work with uh, Parker over at Hexa Coffee, and to see how our beers react differently to coffee, we've had crazy bitter coffees that have made 
our beer is more elegant. Yep. And then we've had like some more subtly more, bitter coffees that are maybe more acidic that have fucked it up and made it terrible. Oof. We have we are completely always surprised by it. So we always do a bench trial on it. And the way we do it is exactly how we brew it. So we uh, we take it, we grind it uh, to basically like a, almost like an espresso grind. Hit it into the coffee through a cheesecloth. Let it sit for 24 hours. Do we like it? The proportions, because our math isn't great, because we drink for a living. But like, <laughs> but at the end, mean. does it make sense? And then once the coffee tastes really great, then we can start incorporating other flavors. This year was obviously a little Canadian tuxedo, a little coffee and maple. But like this year, when we first had that coffee, the first thing I was like, boom, cinnamon, baking spice, uh, barrel characteristic, all this other stuff. Um I think there maybe is a little bit of that green going on, but not too much. I think it's going to even out over time. And then that doubled with the maple syrup characteristic, I think it's pretty nice. I, I, I'm pretty happy with this. I'll also, be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm happier with this right now than I was last week when we canned it. Because we, like one week, did we I, think, I think it toned down a lot of the notes that I was not happy with last week, personally. That's great. We are obviously having our own experience, but I'm interested to know what our guests... I was going to say, did we specifically say what we were drinking? Oh, uh, no, we did not. We didn't. So right now it is the breakfast Krampus. This was one of the most interesting ones for me, because I feel it's like... a lot more maple. <laughs> Dude, there's like a yeah. hit or miss. Much higher na- maple than I expected. Yeah, guys, same. It went, go ahead. Have you guys done... I don't... I, and I don't remember. Has there been... Many coffee Krampuses in the past. So uh, yes, yeah. How many? Actually, Every year. <laughs> yeah. Cocoa Krampus was coconut and coffee. Uh, we also had breakfast Seriously? Krampus in the past, which well, was breakfast exactly Krampus. Twenty nineteen. Like, that's breakfast the only one I remember is a breakfast Krampus. I don't remember the cocoa is always coconut and coffee. Yeah. Oh wow, I never realized. Yeah, that. yeah I believe we have had. Coffee every year? Every year. Maybe not the first year. So maybe this maybe is so maybe why I'm asking that is I feel like it is very much in the forefront of this one. That's good. And that's good. Coffee. I like it. That's actually a good thing. Yeah, and, and and you had said, Trevor, about like the, the greenness of it. There is that like slight choose your green poison. bell pepper. There is a little bit of that for me. A little bit of that. Yeah, I agree. But it's it's I'll tell you this though. I agree with that. Brandon, Brandon and I have talked about this for other times we've done other beers where we've been here with four like three or four other people and we've all drank it and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm getting this. And then two other people are like, What the fuck are you talking about? I don't yeah. get that at all. And then we went to another brand like, Oh, this is all green pepper and Brandon and I are like, What are you talking about? This isn't green pepper to me. It's not yeah. green pepper. But there okay. is the, I the, I feel like there are certain people who have a sensitive palate to it, yeah. like coffee and stuff. Yeah. But I will say this: that being said, this is still in my top three. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. it is like that maple coffee like combo yep. in there. Like you yep. mentioned cinnamon, mm-hmm. or something like I didn't really process that would be mixed in. Like this is very good. It's very tasty. But I think some people might be. Sensitive to that that okay. coffee. Fair. I was worried that the maple wasn't going to come through. No, like to the point, like because I knew about this and I was like, I've got a barrel, a bottle of barrel aged maple syrup over there. Do I need to pour some in? But this is like super well balanced to the point where it's like it's. I'm getting some residual stickiness, like on the those tongue and the mouth, and it's like super, super good and really. Do you get well the done. green at all? No, not hitting you. 
Honestly, yeah. it came out at first and then it just completely yeah. faded. That's also a good point. This I think when you first crack things, um, that initial push of CO two can sometimes be. A and and I would say I think on the aroma, I got a little bit of green. But I when I I waited a little bit and then I tasted it and I was like, it, it wasn't different. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it really I mean, well done. But I this just is so you know. I'm sorry. No. Um, so what we actually do is we do grind it. Uh, Parker grinds it all for us. We do these uh, bench trials, and like every time I tell him, I'm like, if I'm going to do coffee, what I've realized about the GP is that, as a general public, is that they want... People might not know Matthew. He's right. I didn't know what GP meant. Matthew. So, <laughs> I didn't either. It just hit me. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I also had no idea what he was saying either until he said general public. The general public might not know. Like, there's like so much. Like, there's so many cool coffees out there that hit all these like really cool subliminal notes that are like, oh man, this is so fun because it doesn't taste like coffee. No, if I'm doing coffee beer, I want it to taste like coffee. Hit, hit like coffee. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking for like you're at a diner drinking coffee coffee um and not to say that like parker's coffee is diner coffee it's amazing hey, there's, like there's certain diners has, that like crank out great he coffee. has coffee flavored coffee that's yeah. really fucking good um so that's why we use his stuff and i think it it shows excellently in this because it's like yeah i feel like i'm in canada having a stack of pancakes <laughs> and a coffee you know? I'm, with, I'm, I'm with like i said i think i think maybe like there are certain so i'll say this about like with Maplewood. So like the cup of stuff, I love. It's it, like, th- actually this year's Barely Age Cup of Stuff was one of my favorites from yeah. Phobia this year. Because it was like drinking Phenomenal. just crashed up or crushed up Oreo cookies. Dude, like, that thing, that beer was so fucking good. Dude, chill out real quick. Yeah, okay, just, we're here promoting this. <laughs> 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 like he's thinking about leaving Ir- Old Irving to go to Maplewood because yeah. God, yeah. Like, God no. no. They're they're I love them to death. No, no, it's but so no, good. I don't want to work yeah. there. But I'll say this. Um, there are certain stouts that they make, and I, I think it's, I've talked about this maybe with other people and other brewers and other companies, that, like, there's certain roasted malts that puts off, like, this really strong, like, tinny flavor to me. Yeah. I want to, I really want to know what's, what's happening. No. What, I think Matthew's right. laughing at the fact that I'm just like, go rip, draw the jer- beat them all. He's also Brandon, laughing at me saying I don't want to work for a maple. <laughs> he, I love them. I love Ari. I love everyone. Oh, no, there, okay. there, there was not a negative thing in any way, shape, or form. I just want to put that out there. But like with Fat but Pug. But I love where I work. But like with Fat Pug, like there, when I first opened up a Fat Pug, like even the morbidly obese Fat Pug or the s'mores Fat Pug they did this year, <laughs> There, I don't know what roasted malt that they're using where I get like a, and I'm just using Maplewood as an example, and I've talked about it on the show because we love Maplewood as well, but there are certain stouts where I get like a tinny taste, yep. a little metal taste. That's a really common thing with stouts. And that's I, I that's the same thing I feel like that comes with like, I don't want to express that about as far as coffee goes in certain stouts, where it's like, you know, I said that to you and you're like, damn it. It's like, well, no, I feel like it's my personal palate that... Brandon didn't get it, and Trevor kind of got it, but it's it's not necessarily like oh fuck, it's like a green pepper. I didn't. I just wanted to make sure that yeah. people know that like I'm not saying like no, this tastes like green pepper. When, it, when uh, whenever you open a coffee, I think you're gonna get that right away. But obviously, go back and smell it now if you have any left. If you is don't, it, is that in the can? Let's I got you. Yeah, uh, I'm go, gonna be honest. Go back now. I tell you if I smell it or not. I swear to God, Trevor. So no, it comes off like more chocolatey now and everything like that. Uh, there's something that happens. Let's do a QV. You have to you have to realize like when you open a can of beer, there's so much more than just going on with the beer. There's some science happening, right? And that there's like a layer of CO2 that's sitting on top uh, with that little bit of headspace that's gonna give some aroma right away, and those gases will blow off. So whenever you're drinking a beer, it's always good practice to like let it sit for a second, let it chill. 
come back to it and let it let it know what's going on. It's a living, breathing thing. It's letting off CO2. It's in your glass. It's going to have its own personality. And that's my favorite thing about tonight and hanging out with you guys is that, like, we haven't really... And every year, we get to look at our beers in, like, a very chilled out, fun way yeah. where we get to, like... Thanks for thinking we're fun, man. No, you guys are very fun. <laughs> no, in, in all honesty, like, literally coming at these beers right now... Like I obviously the last week I'm and a half. Of shit. I, I, <laughs> you guys should be. You really should be. But like the last week and a half, I have spent my entire life of the last week and a half packaging these beers. Yeah. Making these work and tasting them Working every day. But at the same time, it, like, you you get like a taste blindness almost. Yeah. And so now re uh, approaching them now, even if it's a day so away. Fun. It's really fun, and it's really nice to see what the actual packaged product is, because it's not what I had out of a tank, out of a Zwickle, out of this. When you very first got the chance to like try, like, okay, so we're here, so now it's yeah. the first time trying it, where are we at? Right. And so it's a, it, this is actually really lovely, also actually really good from a producer standpoint, where <clears> I, I actually get to now see this and go, oh. I have ideas. This here's where this is. Here's where, you know. This is the guest experience. Yeah. Not our experience in the brew house where we're rushing around, making sure everything's great. Tasting, 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 getting taste blindness. And then being like, okay, so this is the end part of our work sitting down. Like, this is what people are going to taste when they get those fucking expensive. They're expensive two packs. Yeah. Know? A lot of work goes into it. A lot goes into it. You guys are hold Like, you're not really. Look, the barrel aged beer conundrum i would say conundrum. In, especially in chicago is that there's a lot there's a lot yeah. of great breweries doing yeah absolutely like as people get hyped up about like you know east coast like hazy ipas which also chicago does a fantastic job at Beezer, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but also those east coast guys like, do also awesome shit oh absolutely absolutely so, but i feel like we're so spoiled me and brandon specifically because we're counting you guys out as an actual company as consumers, we're super spoiled to be able to be like, wow, it's this time of year where it's like, and, and I know I'm leaving some some people out, but it's like, when you think of like some, you've got, you know, Goose Island you throw up there right at the top. Or Obviously, right, yeah. also like, but then you've got like Revolution and then Half Acre and there's you guys and there's Temperance and there's fucking everybody, Brickstone. And there's like the, all these like Illinois, Chicago breweries who are just cranking out really good beers. The time and effort and everything that goes into it, I've learned, especially doing this podcast and talking for like the last, I don't know, are we going on six, six years at this point now? Five years, six years? Five years. Talking with brewers, owners, and everything, and how much that goes into it, when I see certain prices of beers, there's a lot of times where I'm like, well, that makes sense. And yeah, yeah. you're right. It is an expensive two-pack. But also being able to talk to you guys, and I think if people also you know do a little bit of research of like what goes into these beers and like everything that goes into it it makes a lot of sense now will i i'm not going to throw anybody to the bus am i going to pay hundred dollars for a 12 ounce bottle that's in a little shitty wooden box it has a wax top and it's like rated the number one beer in the world absolutely not right but if you want to do that please by all means go right ahead that's totally fine yep. i would what, rather pay, what beer are you talking about i'm not gonna say it <laughs> yeah i'm like he's made this reference a few times absolutely. You know, I, I will say right now like we work so hard on these beers. Yeah. It shows, you man. Know? It really does. And we try to make it a point to make them inexpensive 
as possible. Yeah. You know, we, we, we limit our profit margin. We make sure that these are things that are approachable, that they're things that your random person can get and not these crazy, you know, $50 bottles of beer, sure. I'll things make, like that. I'll make you, I'll be very honest. I make that extremely difficult because I always use higher and higher quality ingredients. <laughs> Correct. Beer. But that's our thing is like the highest quality... Uh, we'll take a smaller margin just to make sure people know that, like, hey, like this is our appreciation moment. This is, like, when we get to show you our hard work. I mean, we closed down OIB for two to three weeks. I'm, I mean, I know Matthew is stressing to make sure that, like, all these things are happening. Uh, it, it, it's important, and, and it's awesome to see that my team all understands how important that is and that what is good is not good enough. Wow. Okay. I can see that. I mean, and I think that sounded like a really shitty response to what you just said. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounds fine. Yeah. Sure. What's good? That's good enough. I, I, I was kind of caught off guard. Like I knew where you were going with that. I was like, oh, okay, fine, Trevor. If that's how you feel. What's good's not good enough. Mainly because in my mind, I appreciate that. But I will say that like what you guys do, what you think is is, like you said, good, not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's. I think as a consumer, mm-hmm. as someone who is last year, do you know how many times I purchased uh, Brampus in the Buff from the when I jumping, just stopping in there and grabbing like, well, so I'll grab one more two-pack. Yeah. I'll grab the peanut butter one. That's fine. Like, yeah, just knowing like, exactly. okay, this is the, like, that. just limiting myself is like being money. Like, I'm not going to buy this again. I got sure. to make sure I'm going to do this. And then I'd be like, well, I'm going to stop back in there again. <laughs> so I will say that like this lineup specifically, I think this year, might be one of my favorites. Right. I'm not a fan of Champorado. I, I I get like really, I, and that's that. But that's sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's only because like I don't really care for like spicy stouts. I Very don't. Bad. I don't. It's like fruited stouts. You know what I mean? But like I know that that's like. I know that's a thing. That's a hot thing. That, this, that, that was a, that was a very. Uh, I'm sure hot it was tough topic. to like not. Uh, it was, not not it it was contentious. I will tell you this: this particular lineup, it's a lineup for somebody like me. Having that other pour of the 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 breakfast one, that coffee was still there, mm-hmm. minus the little vegetable. Like the vegetable is not not so much there. We also are drinking like some or eating some like beef sticks. I don't know what we're eating, but it's also. <laughs> I've just started ripping open a so lot of beef jerky. So who's gonna be my little Trevor appreciation? Should be a Trevor appreciation too. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't that. That. <laughs> Since day one of knowing Trevor, one of the things that I really appreciate is not only has he put one of the best beers in front of me, but then he always asks the follow-up question and learning from other people of what they think. It's not always that someone else's opinion is right or not right, but he really wants to learn and he listens to people and he tries to hear what you guys are saying. Literally saying asking all these different things. And so even if you don't necessarily take for granted what you're saying, he'll process this and he'll sit with it and... I think to your own detriment, sometimes lose sleep over this. Yeah. Um, but he will come back and he will continue to make the beer better every single time. And it's one of the things that I just admire about Trevor is that he just always wants to make what he's doing better. Uh, and if you're not growing, you're dying. And so it's one of the things I love about you. Wow, I appreciate man. that, man. That was really nice, Matthew. That was good, Matthew. It looks like you are you have a job in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like, no, yeah, in all honesty, that is like... No, I was joking around. To piggyback on what Matthew sure. was saying, 
And I'm just gonna sit here and be eat beef jerky. There's a reason why Trevor and I have worked as well together as we have. Yeah. From day one, we both came from fine dining backroom backgrounds right. of stupid palates and just doing. And we also both came from molecular gastronomy backgrounds, which is even more insane in the fine dining world. Like, legitimately two of the ones that did it. I worked with the Alinean Group. He worked with Moto. Uh, and it's why he and I have worked as well together is because we have this idea of making sure these flavors work for everyone. Not just for us. But for everyone, we. I think you guys. I'm sorry. No, I was just trying. No, that was the end of my. Sorry. No, I love cutting Trevor off. It came out like it was going to be a big thing. No, no, no. That was that was good. I was going to say. I think you guys. You all have a job at Uts if you want one. Yeah, we could have that. I will say this. I think I said it right beforehand. Also, Uts kills it on cheese curds. Just so you know, or cheese balls. Sorry, cheese balls. Fantastic. If they did cheese curds, I mean, that's a whole Yeah. Um, Get them on the show. The world would be <laughs> These were made six years ago. <laughs> Great. Um, again, I think it's another successful year for you guys Thanks, for Krampus. We Thank really, you. We, we appreciate you guys coming by. I mean, we express love for you guys all the time, and we 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 love the friendship that we formed with you guys. And we, I mean, Brandon and his you know, family go there constantly. When my mom comes in, it's one of the stops that I bring her to. Um, you become a, a staple in the neighborhood and in our lives, and. It's really great to sit around and talk with you guys about these beers because of how special they are and how much time, effort, thought, and, and, and work goes into these. For me personally, like I said, this this lineup for me is top fucking notch. I'm not even gonna I'm not even I'm not even gonna rank them. I'm not even gonna rank them because I think it's unfair to all of the beers individually, which we normally do. We'll, we'll, we'll normally rank things. Just be like, oh, for this night, how do you feel like that? I'm, I'm okay gonna... with ranking, by the way. Are you afraid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't feel I'm bad not about afraid. ranking no, no, no. in front of us. No, no, no. Please. The only thing I will say is that the, the, the campfire is my number one. <laughs> Perfect. And... Everything else kind of everything else can fall into number two for me, and I, I'm 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 never I'm never afraid of, of ranking beers because we're very honest, especially about like doesn't mean like you know that's not my favorite beer. It's just this is where it falls. Like we do with pumpkin beers and shit like yeah. that. We're like oh tonight this is just where my palate is. Honestly, for me, I it's just it would be today and then tomorrow I can go back to these and probably rearrange them. Except campfire will still be number one. Yeah, I'm gonna throw that out there right there. That is. I'll tell you right now, we rank our own beers. Oh yeah, that's we great. Do. I would too. It would be like a you know fantasy football draft. Personally, the I candy is my favorite. Ooh, the, the, I like co- that. the the coconut almond. Yeah. That's my personal favorite. What's what, Matthew? What's your personal favorite? From this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're talking oh, about. Jesus, it's twenty twenty three, bro. I know you're, hey. in sec- I know you're <laughs> in second place in our my fantasy football league, but it's cool, man. <laughs> hey, uh, not after tonight. I'll be back in first, and I'm still in first. For this, no, I thought you were in second. Well, sorry. Not that he likes. <laughs> I lost for no reason. I didn't get that league. Yeah, yeah. That's because there was money involved and you didn't want to pay it. <laughs> I didn't uh, realize yeah. this was supposed not to going be off the rail. I think at all. Fuck is you guys. Uh, for right. me, right I still that's the one where the barrel still comes through the most. Which one? I'm sorry, Krampus and the Rye. Yeah. Um, I love how that barrel comes through, and especially. How we rearranged a little bit, but I was just gonna say I far prefer the can versus what we submitted. Brandon, what is your favorite from the? Um, it is not 
on the table, it is the cuvee of oh, all of them that I made. He poured all those in. He's to the There's still all of them left. Yeah, I did a cuvee. Is there enough left for all of us to do something? Probably. It's fucking fantastic. All right, so. Let's go. Besides the cuvee. Besides the cuvee. Um, dude, I'm torn. Uh, that the, okay, the, Natalie the and breakfast, Brilliant. the breakfast one was really fucking good. Yeah, and I don't normally, you know, like it, but the the balance between the coffee and the the maple and just the, the chocolate, the, the you know, the base characters of Krampus. I think that like that and the s'mores one are like number one for me. Like, the breakfast did. I will say this: the breakfast, I was pleasantly surprised, but like how not overwhelming the maple was, but how present it was. That's yeah. that's my take. I'm not gonna lie. I'm embarrassed about the coffee question that I had earlier. For how many times I've had the Krampus uh, variants, I guess I feel like QB. maybe I asked about it because the coffee didn't pop as much as the breakfast. By the way, thank you, Trevor, for putting this together for me. It didn't pop as much, and Whoa. I like it. I think that. <laughs> The that you got a full beer <laughs> again. I, I like I said I didn't want to rank him, but breakfast is probably two for me. But also everything else is a two for me on there. Just We're gonna so you, Just so you guys know, we well, have an extra special surprise for you guys tonight. Since you guys have been such huge Krampus supporters for so long. We've kidnapped your kids, and oh. we're currently beating them with reeds. Oh, my God. There's a, a weird guy named John who said he's Krampus in a van right outside right now with your kids. Beating the shit out of them. Wow. So, I just want to let you know, thank you so much for everything you've done. Surprise! <laughs> oh my god. Wow, Mackenzie is... Weird. <laughs> Mackenzie is probably not happy about that at all. If your kid's a little too happy with it, you know, there might need to be... <laughs> How's Benjamin doing? Mackenzie's at the age where you might have to I mean, question her. Apparently they don't know Where she wants to do is fine. Additional surprise, Mackenzie is Krampus. What the fuck? Oh my god! That makes way more sense now. That is the actual Benjamin. She, she, it's just Mackenzie beating Benjamin. <laughs> Trevor, uh, what was like? What was your favorite of, of, of the night? You know, we're just we're just going off the night, or unless you want to do like, what's your favorite of yeah. all of these? Man? Um, I would kind of go in an opposite way. I really like the OG, um, just because I've I've got to watch that. That was my original baby. It was the original idea. We started off with a six percent. Uh, Krampus cookies back in the day, and it non-barrel was barrel aged. Non the very barrel first aged. one was just a and fucking straight we, up beer. Do you we remember we got recognized? We got recognized mm-hmm. at a Goose Island Stout Fest for having one of the more flavorful low ABV beers, probably because it wasn't sustainable. Uh, the <laughs> of nibs and vanilla and everything that they were putting in it, um, and then that grew into Imperial Krampus, and then that grew into Krampus cookies, and so I've really gotten to see like. I remember sitting down with Tim and having um, the the design on the label. By the way, I used to do etchings when I was a kid with um, chalk to have faces emerging out of the darkness. That was inspired by the uh, original Ramstein Sin Silk album, and I told Tim back in the day, I was like, I want a, a face coming out of the darkness of a Krampus. He goes, I got you, and he created this thing. By the way, this this was not that quick. This oh, it was two weeks. Over. Yeah, it was just three weeks. Also, just so you guys know, this story is on the first time we did the Krampus episode. Yeah. But keep going. No, no, please, no, no. Please, no it's fine. fine. But like all these, we'll do it again. All, all, <laughs> all of these little pieces. I, you know, every every year that we do this, I'm always reminded of that story. And yeah. That 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 journey, and so I always love the original one because that's what it was supposed to be. And this year, it's more chocolatey. It's more uh, barrel forward. 
um, the vanilla puree, the heart and soul that we put into the original, all the extra stuff is like icing on the cake for me. But what if, if OG isn't good, the rest is going to suck. And that's why OG will always be my baby. Yeah. You know, it's driving me nuts now because when you brought that up, I'm not going to change my ring. That's okay. No. But once you brought that up, I was like, oh, fuck, man. The vanilla was really good in just Krampus cookies. Yeah. Like, I, I will say this. Like, you know, there's... If you have to grab a variant, for me personally, Campfire, but OG is, it, it really is. Yeah. Like, you hit the nail on the head. Like, if OG isn't great, uh, nothing else is is, is going to... Yeah, see, see, but the problem, like, when you Also, ranked, by the way, really mad we called it Fireside and not Campfire. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Was I saying Campfire? Yeah, you've been saying Campfire the whole time. Yeah. And that's a Obviously, name. that means that we named it wrong. Sorry, guys. Fireside is also... we gotta, like, we got to record the entire Fireside is also <laughs> a shout-out to Chicago. <laughs> Fireside Bowl. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Oh, um, what, I, what, what I was going to say That's is... Until, I'm into that. Tim, but. if you cut off Brandon one more time, he's going to let you do it a third I need time. to hear Brandon. It, no, it, it's hard to do. Like, do when you, like Krampus Cookies is like the base. So yeah. in my mind, like it's it's fantastic. And it's hard. Like Once you get into the variants, it's hard for me to like level that up into, yeah. like, into that. So that's like on its own. I, to me, it's on its own level. And then when I go back into the variants, like, then I can kind of rate that. But dude, like... The fact that there's a fucking beer that the aroma and the taste profile is, like, right on with, like, freshly baked chocolate chocolate chip cookies, like, super awesome. Like, I'm I'm a fan of baked goods. I didn't get this heavy for nothing. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, like, nail on the head. So, I'm, I'm going to use these just just two examples. When you have Revolutions, regular, Deathshire, and you've got Bourbon County, you know, from Goose Island, the regular just... When you have those two, it's like, well, fuck, you're going to buy those, like, when they come out. And then the different variants that come out, are like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool, I'm going to try this, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in that. And you almost don't rank those two because you know they're just, they're just there. They're always just going to be there. And it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's almost like, oh, I'm dependent on that one. Like, mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to start. That's your North Star. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's where you're going to start. That's what you're going to count on. And that's you know it's going to be solid no matter what. Except you guys found a way to make... Grandpa's cookies better again this year, man. So that's awesome. That's exciting, man. I mean, that's the hope. I mean, that we make it better every year. Like, here's the thing: any job you do, anything you do in your life, you should do better next time. Unless you hate it. Yeah. If you hate <laughs> then it, fuck that guy. Fuck well, yeah. Him. Okay. Then do it just as good. But realistically, if you're doing things, you should do it better next time. Yeah. But you learn from your mistakes, or not even just mistakes, just, you're like, oh, that was good, but I can do it better. All right, so Growing, you know, uh, progress. Yeah. worse, Tempin's been fired. If, yeah. if, if any brewery ever tells you that they are peaked and they have done it right, they're wrong. Yeah. Do you have a previous you can always do it better. Uh, Krampus can to, to just drive this point home. Oh, do you have a previous year's this just from a, a visual aspect? Yeah. So just so you know, like uh, every year, um, Krampus started out pretty small on our cans, and then every darker, right? every no, and he wasn't any darker, but he really? he was smaller before. Well, no, that's a new year. That's a that that's this year we grew the Krampus. So um, not just in uh, flavor profile alone, but, but physically making making Tim's. 
uh, Krampus even bigger over the years has been important. At, at what point does Krampus get like so big where it's like the encompassing? Oh, it would be so dope to have his horns like dude, wrapping. Around oh, dude, keep getting bigger. Like really, like Krampus is just getting closer and closer. Oh yeah, holy shit! Yeah, so, I didn't realize that. So yeah, he's got both. So you can see over the years. So that's twenty twenty two. That's 2021. So those boys are this pretty wow. much the same. Yeah. Actually, I would say 2021 is those a little smaller. It looks smaller. But yeah, uh, I think the label's just a little bit lower. But yeah, and then these two. And then you can see this year's Krampus is taking up more of the label. So like, yeah, we're literally wanting to grow Krampus. So every year it'll become bigger until the whole can is white. Dude, that would be yep. so cool to like <laughs> literally have like a giant Krampus like where the white is more encompassing and the black is just all the yeah. shadows. Yeah. That'd be badass. So we'll see that in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. My back will hurt more then. Yeah. <laughs> He's not no, wrong. It will. He'll be 62. You guys, thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you. For Dude, thank you guys. doing this. It's so much fun. We love having you guys on here. Um, I wish we all had schedules that would align where, honestly, <laughs> the five of us hanging out would be yeah. the most fun. Maybe we'll do something again. Like Maybe we were talking about all really enough, time. we all live here. We can all hang out. We always it's, hang out. We smoke some weeds. I mean, that's, that's not our thing. have kids, Tim. Yeah, well, no. yeah Tim. <laughs> well, you and your goddamn kids. It sucks to have kids. Uh, oh, wait. Not really. Oh, Sorry, Tim doesn't Okay, it. where you know it doesn't. Do it earlier and bring the kids. <laughs> kids can play and, like, yeah. we go. But in, in, in all seriousness, thanks again, guys, for, for bringing over the cranes. Appreciate it. It's Salute. so much fun. We love you guys. Thank Cheers. you, guys. As Cheers. always. We Cheers. appreciate it. And everybody, um, if you are in the Midwest or you're coming to the Midwest soon in the Chicagoland area, Definitely, uh, December 3rd is the Krampus, what is it, Krampus, uh, Krampus Carnival. 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 I was right, because I kept saying Fireside for and so long, I didn't want to fuck it for up. For some of your listeners that are actually outside that will get a chance to this, uh, two of the Krampus will be on Tavor, uh, probably by next week or a little bit later. So yeah. when this comes out, you actually will have a chance. You do not have to, to come to the Midwest. That's actually very exciting to... Thank you, Matthew. That's exciting yep. to say. Because like, normally I feel bad when we do like a local show. I'm like, if you're in the area, like do this. But that's awesome. Oh, oh. There, there, You can get this outside of Chicago. Super exciting. And everybody should do Two it. As long as Trevor stops dropping fucking cheese balls on the ground. Brandon, on that note, hey, man, I love you. Love you too, bud. And we love you guys too. Trevor, I love you. Matt, I love you. Tim, I love you. Love we you. love you. Never fucking said that to any other guests. Oh. That's true. Oh. All right. Happy Krampus Day, everybody. Happy Krampus Day. Happy Krampus Day. Happy Krampus Day. Krampus Eve. Cheers. Hey. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on Untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.